0: Welcome back to another episode of Hit 'em More, Episode 30. In this episode, we got three segments, man. Segment 1 and 2, Series 44 and Series 45, PS5, PS4, Playoff Recap, Season Recap, and Player Shoutouts. Segment 3, TGA Talks and Pro Am Talks. Let's. Go! Segment 1, Series 44, PS5 playoff recap, season recap, and player shout outs. Let's start off with the playoff recap from starting from the Elite 8, because that's where I left off from, from the last podcast. At number 17, Zero Degrees versus number 8, CMD. CMD took that Series 2 0 neatly. I'm not gonna lie to you, zero degrees after shout you guys out, A.K.A. Saint Peter's of this season, with Shaheen Holloway somewhere in the background inspiring you niggas. But you guys had a great run. Cinco put together a great playoff run at the PG spot. You had a solid regular season too, but you really, you really pushed your team forward onto the, onto the elite eight. You daylight, daylight was playing solid at the center too, getting a double double every game, but. CMD just had too much power for you guys and took that series 2-0. Keran Don TV, Presto, the team was just solid, man. X Mbappe, or X Mbappe, I don't know how to say his name. Sorry if I said it wrong, but yeah, their team was, they they dominated that series, so they moved on to the Final Four. In The next Elite Eight matchup, we have number four Deathstroke versus number five Belt for this. Uh, this series is the must-watch series of the of the of the Elite Eight matchups. Number four Deathstroke took the series two-one in a in a tough battle. Belt for this took game one. Deathstroke took game two and three. The Championship pedigree just took over, man. They just dominated the two games. I thought, built for this, they put up a good fight, though. They made it to the Elite Eight. Hopefully, they come back next season. They need to maybe add one or two more players, either to the bench or to the starting line, more depth. But, dead stroke, back to the the Final Four, as usual, taking that Series 2-1. This one, we are in the next Elite Eight. At the bottom of the bracket, we had an upset. Number two, Suso thirteenth. Versus number 10, YWN, YWN took the series 2-0, Suso the 13th had a lot of talk, you know, looking past YWN thinking that they're going to be running into energy gaming, but YWN with Gas God Key at the 2 spot just, just dominated that series, it's like Suso didn't even show up to play, but... <clears throat> Not much we can say now is that was a neatly swept series by YWN. I have to give it to them because they're the 10th seed. I called them Miami, the Miami Hurricanes of the NCAA tournament this year. That's who they were this season. As they moved on to the final four, beat, upset in Suso. The last Elite Eight game of the, on the PS5 side. Number three, Adore Dynasty versus number six, Energy Gaming. Energy Gaming is defending champions. They came through and just dominated this series like champions do. Two nothing, blew out both games. It's like Adore Dynasty never showed up, but they still have a hell of a team though. They just need maybe a more practice or maybe you add one more player or two more players or... I would mostly say practice I like their roster. But as I said, yeah, they just couldn't handle energy with with the plug-and-play. They just put anybody in the roster in, and they fit, and it works. It's crazy. EXO, De Niro, Devon Guard, YT, Showtime at the 2-guard. Big Leem is always a factor. Their team is just nice. So they took that series neatly 2 nothing to move on to the Final Four. The final four games now. We have number four Deathstroke taking on number eight CMD. Deathstroke took this series two one. CMD put up a fight though as the eight seed, so we can't we can't dog them. But Deathstroke, just as I said, they have that they have that playoff pedigree, man. They get the job done. They look nervous one game and then they just come through in the next two games. So they moved on to the finals again, back to back seasons. Congratulations. In the last Final Four game, we have number 6, Energy versus Surprise Appearance, number 10, YWN, a.k.a. the Miami Hurricanes. This is where the Miami Hurricanes season came to an end. It was a great run though, but Energy Gaming is just too dominant. Another 2-0 sweep to move on to the Finals. In the finals now, we have a repeat finals of last season. Deathstroke versus Energy Gaming, a.k.a. Liquid Outbreak. The number one seed versus the number two seed in the in the top ten rankings. Last season, it was 3 nothing for Energy Gaming in the best of five. This season, it was 3-1. Congratulations. Hit them all. Goes out to Energy Gaming for being back-to-back champions, dominating the, through the whole playoffs. Two nothing, two nothing, two nothing, two nothing. They're looking like the Lakers when the Lakers lost that one game to the Sixers. <coughs> that was a great run, Deathstroke. You guys, you guys won one game this season, so. That's an improvement from getting swept last season, but you guys have to find a way to get over the hump. But great season to you guys too. Let's get into the player shout outs now. Some of the the award winners. Sixth man of the season goes to forward YR3 underscore underscore of Suso the 13th. Very impressive performer coming off the bench. I always put up numbers. I always played solid. New knew his role. I have to give him a huge hit him up. Great season, my guy. Defensive player of the season now. Guard G. Gucci. Belt for this. Guard. Putting up buckets on the offensive end and strapping up on the defensive end. He had a solid season. Unfortunately him built for this couldn't make a further playoff push, but G Gucci definitely stood out on the defensive and great season, my guy. I Have to give you a huge hit him up Excuse me, sorry guys. Scoring champion goes to guard TGD. V from the mid, runs pack. He was definitely getting buckets at the at the hash spot. Led his team in scoring almost every single game, basically 90% of the games. His team was the number one team, couldn't get over the hump. Early knockout, disappointing season. But he definitely was putting up buckets. So I have to give him a huge hit em mo. And then the league MVP, a regular suspect, point guard, Devin God-YT. Energy gaming led his team to the championship as usual. This season, though, he was getting way more buckets in us. He was just dominating this season, like offensively, he really went to work. But I have to give him a huge hit him up. And then, this I have to also shout out all the players that made it on the first, second, third team all star, first and second team defensive, all defensive team six man all six man team and all the players that made the player rankings i have to give them a huge hit them up in the pro-am talks i'm going to talk about the rankings so listen out for the pro-am talks let's get into the top 10 teams in canada after series 44 number one energy gaming holding retaining the number one spot in canada as usual Number 2, Deathstroke. Retaining the number 2 spot. Number 3, Suso the 13th. Moved up to the 3 spot. Number 4, Abnormal. Dropped down. They're a scary team. We just haven't seen them in a while. Number 5, Adore Dynasty. Number 6, Built for This. Number 7, CMD. Number 8, YWN. Number 9, Runs Pack. Number 10, Bam Millie. Those are the top 10 teams in Canada after Series 44, but it was actually a great season. I can't lie to you guys. It was competitive. Somebody needs to get out there and build a team that could be energy gaming, man. Lock in and let's go. Next season's coming up sooner than later, so let's go. Segment 2, Series 45, PS4, Playoff Recap, Season Recap, and Player Shoutouts. Let's get into the Playoff Recap. From where I left off, I was at the Final Four. So let's start off at the Final Four. Number one, Lightweight versus number four, Takeoff. Lightweight got over the hump and made their first finals appearance. Let's go! They, it was a takeoff, you guys. I'm not going to lie to you guys. You guys surprised me. Made it further than I thought. But I thought you guys were going to put up a better fight this series. But V Zylon and Oxygen and XX Mar different. They got over the hump and made it to their first finals. Congratulations. And the other final four game number two, the jungle versus number three, 20 minutes of health. The jungle dominated. The first game, it was a buzzer beater. And the second game, it was domination. You can't give up a bucket like that in the first game to lose against the jungle. You have to punish them. Because they have Pop, Q Pop, Google Tendos, Freezy, Real LC. It's a big three. KG, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen. And if you really want to add in Tony Allen, they have X. N. J. Toughest. Q. Paul was the pickup of the season for them. That was a hell of a pickup by them. Smart move. They dominated that series to move on to another finals, back-to-back finals for them. In the finals now, we have number one lightweight versus number two the Jungle. This was the light. This was lightweight's big opportunity to get over the hump, but the Jungle just put a beating on them. Two games in a row. No chance, like Vince, Ma- like Vince McMahon would say, no chance in hell. Mm-mm. No chance, no chance in hell. But still, we have to shout out lightweight though. They got over the hump and made it to the finals. They need to make a few more adjustments, and maybe they could get get over the hump and win a championship. But they definitely have to. They definitely have to get back at the jungle in the next in the next season. But Congratulations to the jungle on winning back to back champions hit them up Let's get into the player shout outs now. six man of the season four, six man of the season Ford Romnicks lightweight came off the bench and produced for lightweight helping them get to the finals to give him a huge hit them up Defensive player of the season, a, a usual suspect. Forward, RTNX, sacrifice FP of RTN. This is like maybe like his second or third defensive player of the season, but he keeps producing on the defensive end. Someone has to knock him off the ledge if they want to get that award, boy. But it was a disappointing season for them, but at least he got an accolade. So I have to give him a huge hit the more. Scoring champion, P.G. Contest XX. Count in. Another disappointing season, but at least he was getting buckets for his team. It just couldn't get the job done this season. But I have to give him a huge <laughs> hit him up. <coughs> League MVP and regular season MVP. Center, Freezy, Real LC The Jungle. He just always gets numbers, man. Points, rebounds, helps defensively. Probably the best center on the PS4 side right now, current gen. But I have to give him a huge hit him up I have to also give a huge shout-out to the first, second, third-team All-Stars. First and second All-Defensive team. All six-man team and all the players that made it in the player rankings. To give you guys a huge hit-em-up. Let's get into the top 10 teams in Canada. Number one, the jungle retained their spot as the number one team in Canada. Number two, possessed. I'm not too sure if they're going to be around as q Pop joined up with the jungle. So we'll have to see what happens with them. Number three, Lightweight, making their first finals appearance. Number four, 20 minutes of hell. Another final four appearance. Number five, Takeoff. Number six, PTSD. Number seven, RTN. Number eight, Count Sin. Number nine, The Family. Number 10, Fatal Sins. It was another great season on the PS4 side. Get some more teams going again this season. Hopefully someone can knock the jungle off of the, the throne but they're back-to-back champions. That's segment two, though. Let's go! Segment three, TGA Talks and Pro-Am Talks. TGA Talks, Series 46 and 47, PS5, Xbox and X-Gen, PS4, Xbox One, Sign Signups are open right now. Sign up early. All you need to do is give in three things. Team name, logo, Twitter handle. The owner posts, updates you when he gives you the date. I'm not too sure the date of the updates, but you know when the season's not on. I don't really do too much 2K work, really. But anyways, that's the only three things you need to sign up. Also, the owner told me to talk about the draft league. We, they're trying to get a draft league going, but it's just been busy. It's like the season's just, it's like, yo, anytime you get a break off of the season, the season's just come right back up. And surprisingly, for a shit league, as you guys always say, the teams are signing up fast. Like, I just seen, what, seven teams sign up for the PS5 side already. For a real shit league, that's crazy. Especially for the worst admin that runs a Discord, PJ. woo. woo. I'm surprised you niggas keep coming back 47 seasons deep with a shit nigga like me running the Discord. This was probably the first season nobody called me a bitch nigga. (laughs) Let's talk it for me, boy. Make sure anytime you guys join TGL Leagues, you just read the must-read channel and follow. Strict rules, my niggas. I don't give a fuck how mad you get. It's always going to be strict and organized. Because one thing about me... I know you guys love the league. You guys just don't want to big it up, but I hear you. But anyways, yeah, back to the draft league. They wanted to do a draft league. So let me break it down to you how they wanted to do the draft league. So say, for example, there's six teams. There's six captains now. For the captains, they wanted to do $20 to be a captain and then there's a there's a there's a GM of the year award that breaks down between the prize the, the money that the captains put in so each captain puts 20 20 20 20 that's 120 so out of that the captains will win win a little bit of money for winning GM of the year for winning the league and then there's also a prize money for the whole team each player should be paying what $7 to $10 something like that to make it a good prize pool for all the players six teams that's what get seven players a team that's what we're really looking to do but hopefully it works out and you guys actually don't make us open up a discord and nobody wants to play any combine games like come on guys we're smarter than that but yeah that's tga talk sign up for p series 46 or 47 now look out for the draft league Let's get into TGA talks. I mean, let's get into Pro-Am talks now. There's a few topics I wanted to touch on. This is not no joke, you know. and This is a real one. One topic is Xbox versus PS5, which is harder. The next one is teams playing too one-dimensional. And then the third one I want to get into, because the owner told me to make sure I get into this one, is the player rankings list breakdowns like shit like that so i'm going to start off with the xbox versus ps5 which is harder i'm going to give you my opinion from being around the 2k community for a while now so see on the xbox side i'm going to break it down into three tiers obviously tier one being the highest tier three being the lowest so with the tier one teams because in the tier one teams i'm not putting a lot of teams in the tier one there's probably like 4 to 8, 4 to 10, I'll give it 10 teams max, tier 1 teams on the PS5 and on the Xbox next gen, this is post-draft sync, talking basically, so on the the tier 1 side, I'm going to give it to the Xbox, because see the teams that are high up in the Xbox side, they're better than the PS5 teams, so the Xbox tier 1 teams are better than the PS5 tier 1 teams, but then see when we start getting lower down the bracket into tier 2 and tier 3. The tier 2 and the tier 3 side for PS5 is a lot is a lot harder than the tier 2 teams on the Xbox and, and the tier 3 teams on the Xbox. I say that because PlayStation 5 has more depth. There's way more players on the PS5 than the Xbox side. But the Xbox top teams do have really fucking good teams. And you can tell by the Unified Pro-Am side. They held two live events. The teams came together. The Xbox winner played the PlayStation 5 winner. Two years in a row, the Xbox side won. So I'm going to go with the Xbox being Tier 1, PS5, Tier 2, and 3. So certain guys will think about saying, yo, let me switch over to the Xbox thinking it's going to be a lot easier. No, my guy. Any one of the leagues, there's less leagues for Xbox, and then there's better teams because there's less there's less players but yeah that's just my opinion let me know what you guys think about which one you think is harder and that's just my opinion so let's get on to the teams playing too one-dimensional i think this is one of the biggest problems in the pro-am scene right now it's like picking roll. Point guard shoots tray balls or dump it down to the, the big man rolling for a dunk. Let me start with the next-gen side. On the next-gen side, you definitely need a hash now that can get buckets. If you if you think your point guard is going to get buckets every single game all game, you better have a GOAT point guard. Cause even the top teams I see their hashes will get them get them over the hump in certain games because their point guard's not getting the job done. So you definitely need a man from the hash that can get you kids. I think people think that the pick and roll, the PNR, is just so so popular. You never ever have to give the hash guy a chance to do something. Switch it up sometimes. Looking at stat sheets, you'll go through stat sheets and see why there's only two players on the team that get recognized because they're the only two guys that get touches. If you get 100%, if you get 100% possessions, the point guard's getting what? At least seventy six, sixty to 80% of those possessions between him and the big man. And then when the shot clock gets low, that's when you're looking for the hash to do something or you're trying to call a desperate backdoor cut. Do that shit from early. You call backdoor cuts from when you're getting over half court to give your to give your guy more space. Come on, think about it. The big man's playing high, so you call backdoor cuts basically once you get over the half line. But yeah, anyways, I don't play 2K. I'm garbage, just remember that. But anyways, that's my opinion on the one-dimensional thing. You guys need to work on that. Switch it up a little bit, man. It gets boring seeing you run pick-and-roll the whole game and then it gets down to... A low shot clock and then you throw it up. There's 24 seconds on the shot clock. I shouldn't see you dribbling for 15 seconds to get an open. Not even 15. I'd say 17 seconds to get an open jumper. But yeah, switch up the one-dimensional shit. It gets boring to watch too. The last thing in the pro-am talks no, is the rankings list and the all-stars. So first off, I'm just doing this because the owner is telling me to do this. Because any list you make in this world, not everyone's going to be happy about the list. Everybody wants all their players to make it, all their teammates, everything. But that's not how shit works because it to not make sense. If you're not the best hash on your team that season, why do you think you should be on the list if you're not the best hash on your t- If you're not the best winger corner player on your team? Why should you deserve to be on the list? That doesn't make sense. But anyways, let me break down the list for you guys because we have a TGA team that works. A lot of the games, basically 90% of the games, there's someone from the TGA staff watching it. Another thing is we go through every single, every, every single stat sheet. Every single stat sheet gonna break this down to you guys again every league yes keeps stats ctgl leagues we keep one stat scoring we don't keep the other stats for two reasons and we had a, we had a debate about this too so i'm gonna tell you guys why we don't keep those stats i hope you guys really listen to this we don't keep all the rest of the stats because no one gives a fuck if you have 25 and 10 with eight with eight turnovers you want to get that posted on a site? I'm averaging 25 and 10. My nigga, you average 8 turnovers. So that's why we go through every single stat sheet. We go through if you play good or bad games. If you play a good game, you get a check. If you play a bad game, you don't get nothing. You play a good defensive game, you get a check. You don't play defense that game, you don't get nothing. The more checks you get, the more the more chances you have of being on the all star team or being on in the rankings. Like that's why we go through every single screenshot. I don't want to see a man get thirty points, but he took, he went eleven for thirty, and lost the game by twenty. That's a good game to you guys. Come on, my g. We literally go through every. If there's twenty teams, think about it. Twenty teams and twenty game regular season. Twenty times twenty is what that's how many screenshots we go through all of them all the playoff regular screen all the playoff screenshots so the more games you play the better chance you have at it we don't really go through every single playoff game still we just put it up to a certain number because we don't want it to be unfair obviously because if a team makes it to the finals that means they have a chance of getting way more check marks than you plus winning does count If your team's losing and you're putting up great numbers, you might get the call-up if you're standing out. Because obviously, if you're a winger, you're a hash player and your team's losing, you you can't really do much other than get buckets. But yeah, that's how we decide who makes the all-star teams, how the rankings made, everything. So if you're not the best winger hash on your team, I don't get how you expect to be on the rankings. Maybe we're thinking about putting it to 20 Hash and wing players, but that might make it too saturated. But, anyways, make sure you guys keep tuning in to hit them up. I'm at episode 30, man. Keep tuning in, keep supporting, keep liking, keep sharing. This is about the 2K community, this is about TGL leagues. This is PJ pj's opinion the worst discord owner in the world for the worst league in the world but still run season 47 sometimes you guys have to give tgl leagues a little shout out you know big them up you know as much as i know you guys don't want to because if i really tell you guys the stories about the beginning of this holy fuck let me give you guys a quick little baby story before i get out of here though so I started working with them from Series 4. I played in a, I played in TGL Leagues. So let me show you. So they asked me to help with the Discord and promotion. Bro, you know how many... Yo, this league's a scam. Yo, this league sucks. This league's a scam. This league sucks. This league's a scam. My nigga, 47 seasons in dm anybody that won tgl leagues once the last screenshot is sent in that last championship game the money sent right away no tomorrow not the next day not not like right after the championship game is done the money is sent 47 seasons Not one person never got paid Come on, my Gs. Shout us out a little bit. Man, them do a lot of hard work. Went through bare stupid shit. Nobody can call us a scam no more. No one can say, yo, the, every, well, you guys can still say the league sucks. Still, cause I even say the league sucks. But you niggas still keep joining, so the league couldn't be that shitty. <laughs> But yeah, that was a little story, man. It was a headache. Every time I'd post somewhere, You know, this league sucks. This league's a scam. And Yo, why you keep messaging me, my nigga? That's what you do when you're promoting something. The fuck? No matter what, so any business you niggas wanna own or do anything, you don't give a fuck what someone has to say. You keep promoting that shit. Trust me, there's always gonna be haters out there, but TJL Leagues loves all the whole 2K community. Tell me how much leagues are doing what TGL leagues does for the community. But nobody can big big up TGL leagues. I hear you guys though, but anyways, thanks for tuning into another episode. You know, I'm going to keep dropping because I know niggas hate this podcast too, but I'm going to keep dropping my niggas. Thanks for tuning in, man. Let's go.